You're listening to the Deeply Graphic Design Cast, the show about all things design, from the creative side to the business side and all points in between. Follow the show on Twitter at Wes McDowell. Want the gang to answer your question on an upcoming episode? Send in your listener question to questions at thedeependdesign.com or via Twitter using hashtag DGDC. Here are your hosts. Wes McDowell in Chicago. Mikkel Morrison in Seattle. Nick Longo in Los Angeles. All right, time to celebrate. Happy 200th, y'all. Damn. Can you believe <laughs> it? just crazy. I can't. Yeah. That's crazy. We've been at this since, what, 2011? Nick, when did you join us? Yeah. What year? Like 2014? Uh, yeah, it must have been two years later. So like 14? Okay. Okay. Which is still weird because how, how long ago is that? <laughs> I know. Wow. Unbelievable. It feels like yeah. we had a long time before that, too. But I guess, yeah, yeah, you've been with us more episodes than you haven't. So there you Oh, maybe I'm, I'm past sure. that threshold. I love it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? It. It, it's crazy that it's been 200, but at the same time, it feels like it ought to be more. Just You're because right. of how many years yeah. we've been doing it, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah, well, like, most podcasts, I think, do weekly. Yeah. But we've always just done two a month. So yeah. Yeah, it, it's kind of like when you see a television show and they're like they're celebrating their 200th episode, and you're like, "Really? You have 200? Like, like it's a lot. You know, it yeah. adds up to yeah. a lot." And I, we're I, almost catching up with friends. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're making that friends money. It's, oh it's, God, yeah. We're, we're we're already talking about our reunion when we all quit. <laughs> this is we're, great. <laughs> <laughs> and contract negotiations for that. Exactly. It's gonna be a whole thing. Yeah. We gotta, I, I could, we gotta end the show though in order for that the the comeback special in <laughs> yeah. ten years. We could just do a fake thing that we all quit, you know, and just ba- it could be like clickbait. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Yeah, Nick's holding out for more money. There you go. He's not That's coming true. to work. <laughs> He's such a diva. You, you know what? I, I can remember back to when I first heard my first episode with you guys, and it was when I was like deciding to like leave my job and start my own thing and it's mm-hmm. it's so crazy to think like mm-hmm. you know i remember um back you guys were really one of the first around in our in this industry everything else i was listening to was in that whole like self-help and like you know you're good you know treat yourself and you know mm-hmm. things yeah. will happen if you You'll do things hashtag treat yourself podcast god it was just nothing but <laughs> you know tony robbins wannabes at that time it was like you know it was very self-help podcasts because there, even though there are hundreds of them back then i just remember like going like when i found something specific to our industry it's so great um so i hope that's what we're doing for people is like giving them that that edge you know or something to kind of you know because everybody we know everyone's in that zone of like deciding what to do or not and leave a company and start your own and what are those questions and that's what feeds our topics for sure you know well and i remember when i started this thing many all those many years ago it was based on, and I, I don't think we've told this story in a really long time, or, or maybe ever on the show, but basically there was a podcast I used to listen to before we started called Freelance Radio, mm-hmm. and it had three designers. Von Glitschko was one. Um, actually, not designers. He was a designer. And then Kristen Fisher, who we've had on the show several times over the years, was a copywriter, and that's how I knew her to have her on the show, but... I just remember loving the banter and I loved hearing yeah. that practical advice for nice. how to get started in the freelance world. Cause every other show at that point, if the few that there were, they were much more about just kind of having designers on and interviewing them, you know, which yeah. I think, I guess there's a place for that. I don't personally like to listen to those kind of shows. That's just me. And so I yeah. felt like there was a void to be filled because freelance yeah. radio went off the air they kind of stopped making shows. So I thought, Hey, let's, let's do this. Let's pick up the slack. That's and Mikkel and I met out at a bar and the rest was history. Unbelievable. <laughs> I love that story so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's much, it's less CD than it sounds, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So this episode, our 200th spectacular, basically we're, we're, it's all about you guys. We want to answer the questions we've been getting from you on Instagram um, so keep in mind, you can still submit listener questions uh, to Wes at the deep end design.com or no, sorry, questions at the deep end design.com. And um, also on Twitter using hashtag DGDC and uh, on Instagram, just follow us there and you can slide into our DMs anytime, baby. We're also on Twitter at deeply graphic. 
Oh, that's right. That's right. You got so, the new one. All right. Follow us there. We're going to, I, I, I'm trying to be on there a little bit more because <laughs> that's where I'm at usually, but yeah. uh, we've already started a good little following and, and we're going to just do, try our best to talk about episodes and maybe gather content and feedback. That might be a great spot to, to ask people to talk a little bit about what we're doing, what we're saying, you know, yep. do it for the people. We got to be where the people are. Exactly. Instagram and Twitter. And we're joking about TikTok. I don't know if I'm up for that challenge. Because, guys, but, it's the last day of my 30s today. I don't know if you know Oh, that. my goodness, dude. I turned 40 manana. Tomorrow's your birthday. Yeah, I'm a little mortified dude. about the new decade. But, you know, my 30s have been so much better than my 20s. I'm sure the 40s will be even better. So, How much fun that it landed so close to uh, the 200th episode. I know. Recording. It's strange. That, it is true. It just keeps getting better. That's the encourage, encouraging did plan, thing. Did you plan sure. this? Did you plan this? Oh, I, yeah, back in 2011, <laughs> I, did, I did the math. Like, how am I going to line this up? Just so. Because yeah. we know were what? so strict. Just getting rid of you. I'm well beyond you. You're doing great. Oh, thank you. Don't, don't even say I feel so old. <laughs> it's not that I feel old, but you know what? Whenever you're reaching a new plateau, like there's people ahead of you, but you still feel like it's a new. I remember when I was in my 20s thinking 30 sounded ancient. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's all. It's, it's all. all relative no, at that moment in time yeah what are the plans for uh the celebration uh just dinner with friends and the boyfriend Good, and you know cool. i'm dating a 26 year old keeps me young <laughs> <laughs> yeah the you question go. is how does he feel about you coming out of your 30s <laughs> he seems to love it so we'll see all right he has no problem <laughs> yeah we we joke about that all the time but he's he seems to be totally cool with that and he does, you know, he's mature, and I'm immature, so it works out. <laughs> you meet in the, you meet in the middle. We meet in the middle. Uh, right oh around gosh. 33, somewhere like that. So <laughs> That's funny. But anyway, before we get on with the questions, we want to give a little love to FreshBooks because yeah. we love them ever so much. Uh, FreshBooks makes it really easy for designers and creatives who don't love accounting to be a superstar accountant, basically, and send invoices that look really nice and you know, further your brand perception, because what you don't want is to send out these really homemade looking invoices that I used to do, um, or even PayPal that can look a little yeah. fly by night to some people. Uh, so FreshBooks is a way to really step up your invoicing game. You hook it up with, you know, Stripe or PayPal on the other end. So you're still getting paid using these systems, or they can send in a check if they want, but it just looks really nice. Everything lives in one place. So we've been using them for, uh, God, five years oh, now man. at least. Yeah, at least. No going back at all. So um, with two clicks, you can set yourself up with FreshBooks online payments, and you'll get paid much sooner if you use it. In fact, with uh, FreshBooks pay with FreshBook payments, over 60% of invoices are paid within one day, which is awesome. So um, they've got all the bells and whistles, multi-currency invoicing, uh, automated late payment reminders, so you don't have to send those out. Um, and the support is incredible. We love the support. We love actually speaking with these guys, you know, <laughs> calling customer support is never fun, but with them, it's a pleasure, but you'll never have your, to do when it. It's your month. When it's your money, the last thing you want is one of those chat boxes when you're going to look for help. And right. that's the best feature you can get for, from yeah. FreshBooks for sure. Exactly. So to claim your 30 day unrestricted free trial, go to freshbooks.com slash deeply graphic and enter Deeply Graphic Design in the How Did You Hear About a section. Once again, freshbooks.com slash deeply graphic and enter Deeply Graphic Design in the How Did You Hear About a section. All right. So All right. what we did is we put a call out on Instagram and said, hey, 200th episode, we're going to answer as many of your questions as possible. And then through the magic of <laughs> the app interwebs, we got lots of questions from you guys. So uh, let's just go ahead. Let's go go in reverse order here. Um, so it. the first one is from T. Johnson Design. He said, I haven't raised my hourly rates in many years. Curious how often do you adjust your rates? Ooh, every year. Wow. So he hasn't done it in years. Right. Wow. I, I give every new um, RFP proposal, whatever, I give that a shot at raising it every time. With the same with the same standing account or uh, a no, fresh? No, someone new. Someone new, obviously. Someone new. But 
Uh, oh, that's interesting. I, and sometimes like, you know, this is an awesome question. Yeah. yeah there's so many it. facets to it. Well, first we've talked about the whole pricing hourly and value. And I think the best tip with this is maybe not thinking of yourself hourly or exposing hourly to a client, keeping that internal, how you estimate, but mm -hmm. a value-based pricing is so much better because you itemize it, but I don't want anybody to know what an hourly is that you know what i mean it for me right because then they can say oh you know what we only want five of your hours like no it, i then yeah. you can't get the same you can't get the same you know what response. i just i find this very tricky at times you guys because um like you and what we've been preaching with ab absolutely good reason over the course of you know several episodes now is to build based on the quality of work yeah and i have been putting that into practice for MKM for a good while now. And, but the challenge that comes with that is that is when corporate accounts demand reports, which is where um, FreshBooks comes in so handy with this kind of thing for that itemized time, time tasking that you've executed and or support team members have executed for a project to date. Mm -hmm. And so with that, if they have approved an estimate and they see how long you've put into a project based on that timesheet, they can do the math. Mm -hmm. They can figure out the billable. Yeah, but I True. think that's, yeah. just, that's take under the assumption that you're working nine to five on that project. Those timesheets are exact. Oh, time, you got timesheets. Oh, you okay. use the times. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Need, I don't. Use yeah, yeah, and, I don't and that's very useful, so that they can yeah. see. You know, like questions come about pretty regularly. Mm -hmm. Can you share? Um, you know, um, the time that you've put toward this project, please. And True. they need to send it off down the chain. Yeah. For for corporate purposes, you know. Well, and that totally just depends on again how you're structuring your you know, your proposals, because like yeah. from the way I do it, I basically just, we, we have, we have discovery and then yep. I include what I'm going to charge for. It's, it's a line item, but it's not like hours. So it's, it would be discovery right. costs this much um, mm -hmm. content same. planning costs this much. Same. And then, yeah, I do it. I do we'll the work same on, thing. I'm with you. But we, Conceptual, we, I never, but I never give production, them, deliverable. Yeah. I mean, all of that. Sure, but I never give them then like a timesheet of any kind. Mm -hmm. All it is is just no. I, I don't unless it's requested. I'm not gonna. Okay. I'm not gonna turn down that inquiry. They oh, have so to. They. They, they. Yeah, okay. that's what I said. Yeah. yeah. I. I. Yeah. I, maybe I don't even. I don't even offer. And this it is and for. This is. This is not the case for. Never ask for that. Every company, every yeah. brand that we support, but. Oftentimes, this is the case for all of those accounts that have to undergo undergo the corporate. Sure, sure. They, yeah. need, they, they might need it. They but, have their own approval process internally. Yeah. But I'm but wondering, again, so if, if, if a company if it, hires a different kind of contractor, though, I mean, if, if I'm bidding just based on the project, it's weird for them to later ask, I need to know what hours you worked on this because that's, that wasn't ever part of the deal. Like we never mm -hmm. said we were going to time track. I don't know. Like if, if you're, if you're planning my wedding, for instance, like, well, they're, what, they're, they're also charge trying to determine what they can give us from that point forward based right. on time parameters. Okay. Well, I think we're getting in the weeds on this now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we are. That's just raising. that's just yeah. an example. Yeah. And but I don't I don't want to perhaps potentially avoid those circumstances ar ar coming to surface for any listeners that have that as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. However, um, it is only for me, unlike Nick just mentioned, that I will do an increase for a longstanding account. I don't typically do that for fresh. Um, no, relationships. I, I it, yeah. I do it with brand new. If it's brand new and it's mm -hmm. a quote, I take it every opportunity to say, here's my one and only chance this month, maybe, or in a while to raise my rates and just test the waters too. Like, a, a no, that's one, a good point. That's a, a good point. A and, a re, and a reoccurring client. No, I mean like we're all good. And, but the, but I still can, I can mess with it a little bit because it's not based on an hourly. 
where I don't have to say, hey guys, um, my hourly went up, so stick with me. I don't, I, I well, it's almost and, like and a, a disguise. Don't you think that, you know that I mean? any clientele should expect that year after year, as long as you're consistently supporting them, that you're going to bump your rates up? You're, you're growing yeah. your, yeah. your, yourself yeah. independently and your business within the industry. You have every reason to. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I think it's a matter of like, so if you, if you're based on an hourly, it might be really tough and then raise it with a new one because they have no prior history of what you were charging before. Right. Sure. With, if you're still with an hourly and you have a reoccurring yes. person, maybe what you can do is say, Hey, at the end of the year, I'm going to be reevaluating, you know, my services and whatever. And we've gained a lot of new insight and yes. capabilities. Um, uh, I will I let like you that. know in advance if what yeah. our hourly becomes. And you, you could be good with it. You don't have to, you're not doubling it, but you could, maybe it's just no. a certain percentage. Um, yes. But have, why not just have the conversation? Don't let it be a thing that's, I been, know. you know, I um, know. And then I would I say, agree. then I would say, think of value-based as a much better way to put things together. I still itemize it still, you know, boom, boom, boom. But I don't want to tell them my copywriting uh, for a tagline. I could come up with it in five minutes, but right. Or three hours. So, yeah. But I want to get paid the same. It's well, they, based on your talent. Yeah. Well, and the saying goes like, just yeah. the, the, I don't know how, the, how succinctly to put it into a saying, but it's basically <laughs> along the lines of the fact that I can do it in five minutes has taken me 20 years of experience exactly. to no be able to achieve doubt. that. That's such a good point. That's so, a very good, good way of seeing yeah. it. Yeah. So you're, um, you're not paying me for my five minutes. You're paying me for my no, experience. Right. Experience. Yeah. And knowledge, know-how. That was that. very well yeah. said. I really love that. Um, and this is all about those episodes that we've mentioned time and again. Don't question your worth. Don't, mm -hmm. don't, um, don't enable any insecurity to take the lead. It's just. It, it's, Never be if that's the case, yeah. um, maybe running your own independent independent practice, excuse me, isn't right for you. Honestly, I know that sounds a little mm -hmm. brutal, but you yeah. have to keep the growth going. Otherwise, yeah. you won't be able to expand yourself and make a living for yourself yeah. properly. Yeah. Yeah. And try it. And if it if no one bites, like if you feel that whenever you're talking to a new client now and you tell them the new price, that your batting average has gone way down based on that, yeah. then maybe you know yeah. you've gone a little too far. Yep. So reel it back. It's yeah, all just yeah, a trial yeah, and error yeah. process. Um, but okay, so let's just quickly before we move on to the because we should get to the next question. Sure. What do you what would you say in terms of how often for existing clients? How often Ooh. will annually. you raise your rates? Annually. On? Annually. Okay. Annually. Yeah. How about you, Wes? Any more than that would be I feel a little aggressive. Yeah, for me it's mostly um I don't do a lot of like recurring work with the same client because what I usually do is yeah. make them a website. And that's kind of where the engagement ends because I don't. What I don't do anymore is a lot of follow-on work, like and, and the maintenance day. of the. Okay, right. Mm -hmm. I kind of shuffle it along so I can take on my next big project. So, okay. Um, wow, good for you. That means that you've got that um, onboarding system going really well for yourself. Good yeah. for you. And like just to put into perspective, so I do hourly consulting now, um, and I was charging one price, you know, and then one day. I just said, I'm just going to, I'm going to increase that by 50%. And I did, and it was fine. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, everyone is still like, I haven't noticed a dip in the number of people doing it. Um, yeah. So, and, I, and I've also kind of made a, a bottom line for the web projects I make. I used to say, you know, starting around 7,000. Now I just say starting at 10,000. Um, Why not? And it's been fine because I can only take on so many of those anyway. You yeah, I mean? and then do you so, still like, get a sense for their budget ahead of time, like you had been before, with like a questionnaire piece? Yeah, well, basically, what I do is I my website talks very plainly about what I charge. So if if that's not your budget, you're probably not even going to talk to me. Oh, you it. don't make the connection first to disclose that. You display it front and center I on your it because site. I want to I want to save that step for me and them. But then when we do discovery, that's when I dig in to find out all the information I need to know if it's going to be more than 10000 or Yeah, that's why starting at is so imperative. Yeah. To Got it. Exactly. That's great. That way I don't have to waste my time on the phone with people who no. want to pay 500 bucks. 
Yeah. Which no. I used to yeah. get all the time. So yeah, there you go. You know what? And and just so that listeners understand, so that scope that Wes takes on regularly is quite distinct from I'm positive a number of scopes Nick that you I know your business takes on as well as mine some are sub projects some are are mini and yeah. your starting point it is very minimal compared to that figure that Wes just shared. However, if it's an ongoing relationship, which absolutely by and large MKM does run that way, which is very different from the, um, from the deep end. So in that case, there's this steady income of, you know, many checks, pay checks mm-hmm. that come right. in as opposed to a whopping for brand new accounts. So yeah. it works so many different ways and that's, there's no right and wrong. And yeah. And that's why I love the three of us together because we we all have different kinds of combinations. ways Absolutely. we make money. Right. So it's probably it's worth a saying point. to put in your contract that you, uh, your hourly or your rates are subject to change each year. Yeah. Why not? Well, put, why, I, why not put good it in there? Idea. And what I used to do. <laughs> I don't have that. I'm going to implement that. <laughs> yeah. What I used Mikhail's to do, typing right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whenever I would um, include a proposal, you know, like saying basically this is what we would charge you, I put a, a clock on that and I say this oh, price yeah, expires 30 in thirty days. Smart. Just yeah, so that because then you don't want them coming back to you two years from now with that proposal, like ready to get started. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Like not at yeah. that price, you're not. All right. I mean, we no. killed that answer. That question. Yeah. On to the next. <laughs> On to the next. All right. Next one is from. Very smart. Very smart. Yeah. Next one is Amanda Gronwald. She says, should you charge just as much for side hustle freelance as if you did it full time? I ask because I feel like I can't put the time and effort into it like I can my eight to five design job. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Oh, yeah. So it's so, in addition to a, a full time job, not in yeah. addition to like a freelance business, but side hustle stuff. Okay. Right. Can she charge as much? As, hmm. as if not, I, I say charge more. Yeah, because you're charging your for the project. Time. It's a du- <laughs> yeah. We all you're have still, a different take. <laughs> you're still dedicating the time, nonetheless. Um, yeah. Whether it's two a.m. or or two p.m. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and it, you're not going. What you're not charging for, Amanda, is being at their beck and call twenty four hours a day. Totally. You're charging for the result you get them. Yep. So makes no difference in my mind. Yeah. Whether you're I'm doing you. that all night long or you're doing it while they're working. So And you won't get taken advantage of. I you know, if you yeah. if you go in with right. lower prices, how many times have you has that happened where you take a break with something, you lower your prices to just get that thing, and that's the person that takes full advantage of you beyond the value of what they're paying you. So like, yeah, don't get taken advantage of too. So charge equal if not more. Yeah. I also look at it if you're mm thirsty enough and hungry enough to have the side hustle stuff, you are probably doing it late at night, early in the morning, juggling with your job. Sure. It, that That's your free time. Like I'm almost saying no one has to know it, but like maybe it's just slightly more than what your hourly might be at your job. But yeah. again, if someone could, t- if someone will say yes to more, why not try? You can try with your side hustle. Yeah. Make you it worth experiment. it to you. Mm-hmm. So I, all I know is my last actual job job I had and I was yeah. taking on freelance. I was a super selective about the freelance I took because I didn't really need the money based on my job. So I was able to like be choosy and I bumped the rate up a bit just because I need to charge what not only what, what people will pay, but what's worth it for me to want to do it. Yeah. You know? Um, And it's really important. This is something we need to talk about. Just a quick mindset shift. Like always remember what you're charging for. Mm-hmm. You're not charging for your time. You're charging the for what you're getting for your client. Yeah. Always what remember that. Take and do with it. Yeah. And yeah. what what value it's going to bring to their business. Exactly. You know? um, I think you brought Which, up a great point. To be too, fair, yeah. starting off, we th- we thought along those lines years and years ago. Um, it was all about time designated as opposed to the quality. I mean, I've been running. MKM for nearly 20 years. And I've just within the past three years implemented that quality of work piece that we preach so heavily now. So it has changed. It's. Yeah. I mean, you're, you improve over time for sure. Like that's how you. Yeah. And that confidence comes with that too. 
Yeah, I guess we, we feel more comfortable standing your ground. And well, that's I mean, true. Wes, it, you're, a decade ago, you wouldn't have displayed on your site starting at this figure. You know, it's it comes with practice yeah. and mm-hmm. confidence. Yeah, the confidence for sure. Thing. Yeah, but you and, know, but that's what too. I hope that we can kind of shortcut for people too. Is like yeah. absolutely you can learn from us, and you know, don't you don't have to figure out on your own. Hopefully, like we all did, you know, because. Yeah. We didn't yeah. have this podcast when we were getting started, so no. If she if she wants the side hustle to overshadow the real job and take over as a thing, then I think you can be even more aggressive with it. Like, and your point, Wes, that you know you mm. can be a little bit more choosy. I think a lot of times too. Let's say she's just slammed at work, and a great opportunity comes, and there might not be the, the enough time to do it. Double your price with that person, and so if it, so if it doesn't happen, no big deal. But if it does, you've just mm. experienced that your worth is more and more money per, per project for you at a certain point. Yeah. I, I heard yeah. someone say that once that like when I'm, when I'm just slammed and a project comes our way and it doesn't feel like the right fit, just instantly double the, the uh, estimate and see what Computer happens. Fees. Yeah. <laughs> and it worked. I tried it once and it, and, it, and I worked, but I was like, didn't want, I got to admit there was a part where I was like, I don't want to do this project, but I doubled my my rate on it, and they said yes. So what are you gonna do? I've done that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah. And don't, and don't we ever can be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and don't feel bad because at the end of the day, if it's too much for them, it's not like you're locking. It's not like you're the only game in town. If you're too much for them, they'll no. find someone who's not, exactly. and the the market yeah. will work itself out. Right. Yep. So, all right. Nice. Cool. Next question from. KMRH24, um, <laughs> what would names. you focus your continuing education slash new skill development as we start this new decade? That's a good Ooh. question. Um, so in That's terms of just one. kind of up and coming skill sets, what do you guys think? Like I am kind of coming at the, I feel like Nick, you might, because mm-hmm. you talk to Adobe all the time and like, I, I know a... there's two yeah there's two really good things I would say motion and UI UX because okay. they could be great supplemental to what you already do if you're more in brand more in design more in web and and this is like your your wheelhouse the things that I'm like kind of starting to think about taking on as a side thing to add as a supplemental like new capability would be doing some motion stuff and some things that are in the UI UX kind of vibe um just so you could be a little more well-rounded with your services. And if it even means bringing in someone that can partner with you that already knows it, and then you can learn a little from them, that'd Mm. be great. But every once in a while, when we've been presenting like brand logos, I want to show them what a quick motion of that logo could be. If they want to use it in social media, if they want to use it on their website or something. And I've used a few people to kind of animate it for just a quick five or six second thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, gosh, you know, I had to pay a lot for that. Like maybe mm. there's with the way, particularly like the Adobe suite and all these other new um, secondary uh, uh, like Figma and all these other things that are showing up all over the place, these new apps, why not, you know, learn? I'm, I'm getting heavily in, like I use dimension now almost every day. I'm making all of the 3d rendering. So 3d as a whole, you know, I never thought I'd get into 3d until a app made it very easy for me to be in 3d. So uh, yeah. I produce stuff now completely for free without buying any of uh, those, you know, expensive mock-ups that are all on subscription-based prices. So that's not getting your hands lot. dirty with spray adhesive. Oh, my, that too. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I mean, like, but I'm even talking about like, you know, like the the 3D um, mock-ups that you can buy, like creative oh. market stuff and everything. You know, yeah. they they do add up. And like last year, I think I spent over like fifteen hundred dollars on on mock-ups, wow. and now part dimension i'm making all of them for with no additional fees than the so those are all included now because i remember you when we first heard about that i thought Mm -hmm. you did have to kind of buy those as stock no their starter library is quite big and then nice all these believe it or not and these you'll love this west i i find these random youtubers that just show you how to make the simplest you could take any current package you're working on and in illustrator you make the the half kind of um uh, drawing or technical drawing of it, and you bring that into Dimension, and you can make a 3D model based on any shape that you already have. 
So that's cool. You don't even need the starter kits anymore. Like some of them, I'm just yeah. building myself. And I, I, I'm like, I laugh because it's always some kid in, you know, with a, you know, in, on a YouTube video. <laughs> we always make always fun a of a 14 year old in his mom's basement. Yeah, but if, <laughs> if he's figured out how to to take that milk bottle that we're designing and I can match it in a model on Dimension in 20 minutes of work on Illustrator and make a 3D model out of it and spend no 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 dime, but I'm charging my client. You know, yeah. a considerable amount. Almost every invoice now has rendering as a, a new feature because I can offer them these great three-dimensional in any shape, size, whatever. But going back to my original thing, motion and now making something very user experience on it are other great things to add. So those are my keys would be something that supplements you that you're mm -hmm. already kind of like photography would be a great one. If you could do your mm -hmm. own photography or yeah. copywriting if you could do your own copywriting in addition to your thing those are great yeah copywriting is one of those flipping. skills that's never going to go away like never oh my god it's yeah. shining more than ever now yeah do, do you notice that yeah in and design? it's just one because, of those things that yeah i and while i can kind of do it i still mm -hmm. work with my copywriter to have him do it because it's, it's really Perfect. time consuming yeah. but it's a brilliant add-on to anything you can provide your clients you know correct so I, don't know, I was gonna say like CD-ROM design, but I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe <laughs> like printing labels at home that. for people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That would be a good. Remember when you, it came with that stupid thing that like, so you could put the sticker on the CD-ROM and it registered oh. the sticker. Yeah, and what, what I remember most yeah. of it of all was, um, I thought I was so cool. I got that little like laser etcher. Yeah, where you could like make some kind of design on the top of your CD. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And printers, like, I think most printers still have that capability, but like, uh, that, that I remember when that first came out, I was like, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just for mixed tapes or mixed <laughs> CDs. Well, and I was a, I was a headshot photographer, so I would deliver all my, oh, their, nice, all their man. shots on a D on a DVD thing. Yeah. And I would just like, I would put their, burn their name on it, like on the top. Yeah. And it, yeah. I felt pretty legit. What add, about that you, one to, add that to your capabilities. Yeah. Exactly. What do you got, Mikkel? What do you think? Should, well, this is where add? I utilize support so heavily. I mean, I, I allow team members to provide their niche and their expertise. And this is where I can learn from the collaboration, of course. But mm -hmm. that this is where the, the team aspect comes in so handy to me yeah. and then I stick with managing projects and directing and hitting the canvas board every so often the way that I do because I do it well I mean mm -hmm. it, it works yeah nice well I, I, I second all that I think those are really good directions to move in the future obviously anything web related is good yeah. and the more you can kind of understand the marketing side of web design as well we yeah. are getting away from that you know kind of just pure you know, trying to win awards for website design, but there's mm -hmm. still, there's still a good media market in there for designing sites that look really, really nice and are usable and actually like do a good job selling stuff for your clients. That's, that's where the rubber meets the road there. Um, Cause you know, you don't have to focus on just one or the other. It's not like it mm -hmm. has to be an ugly site with a sales focus or a beautiful site. that's purely <laughs> ornamental, yeah. you know? So. We should add to that. I think what I've been seeing a lot at creative conferences lately are w these workshop things that are addition to it that you have that you got to pay for. So a lot of people are putting together really good workshops that are not just talent and design assets you can add to your business, but better ways to finance, better ways to um, you know uh, present, better ways to uh, proposal and agreements. So like add, think of those too. If you're weak in any of those areas. Wouldn't those be great things to um, learn a little bit more or pay a little bit for a workshop here or there? Um, we all need that too. You know, it's like as much as much as it's all about design, design, design. We're running businesses too. You know. Yeah. So it's good to know yeah. how exactly to do that the, the right way. Exactly. All right. So the next question good. is from Andrews Aker. He says, "How do you find new clients, and how do you market yourself, your business effectively?" Um, yeah, so I, I can tell you about these go hand in hand for me. I've, I've talked about it before, but marketing effectively, um, YouTube has been a game changer for me. It's Good. a lot of effort, you know, and I don't, that's why I can't recommend it to everybody because you're <laughs> going to be putting in a lot of effort 
And you're not going to be seeing any upside on that for a while. But once you do, it's like turning on a faucet, basically. So that's I can't imagine a better, you know, either something like that or a podcast where your actual um, target customers are the, the end users, that are the viewers or the listeners. That yeah. is going to get you like just entrenched in their life a little bit to where they feel like they know you. And then that's, that's the, all the marketing you need right there. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? How yeah. do you guys do it? I'm, I know we talked about the whole new frontier of LinkedIn that has taken off and I've seen so many designers using it to their advantage. Like remember five months ago, you can go through your feed and there wouldn't be an ounce of pub, uh, like promotion from a designer or a design firm or a freelance artist. And now I'm seeing it so much. So yeah. that's a great way too. as long as you're being continued, like you said, dude, that everything's going to take work. You can't just put one thing out there and hope that everyone's going to come. It's a cohesive thing that you got to do. And I know still LinkedIn's been working pretty good. I, I still am very active in putting any work I pr- promote on my site or on um, Dribble or on Behance. I make sure I post it over there. And I'm going to get an engaged person there, someone who is looking to hire and may need it and has the money. That's mm-hmm. the most important part. you know. Other than that, it's like I got to admit, I, it's time to maybe start doing some of that stuff because I've been lucky that referrals have been great for years. But I'm I'm also getting at that point where I'm kind of like, I would like to take what's the next step in clientele and all that other stuff. So does that become more direct, right to the person that is your target person and creating something really nice? I, I've created quite a few decks that can be slightly changed and customized to a specific desired client. And I send it directly to their marketing people or to their uh, CEO or whatever and try to say like, I am a perfect fit for you. We'd love to work together. So I go real specific on that. Um, That's cool. Yeah. So it's like testing the waters. Mikkel, what do you think? Um, we thrive on referrals mm-hmm. and knock on wood. I mean, I, I don't put the time and effort into updating our portfolio items online or in my, my site. I one cause I'm out of time and I've reached a, a threshold and I still am getting used to two kids as opposed to one. But, um, yeah, it's worked out beautifully. I will, I will stay in touch. I, I yeah. definitely take um, pr- good, good pride in staying in touch with um, our clientele. And, you know, even if it's been going on 365 days of not obtaining any projects from somebody, I still maintain contact with those mm-hmm. in point of contacts with marketing um and, and otherwise, or product design um, divisions of corporations, because you, ne- you never know. Um, we randomly heard from somebody just after Christmas um, that I hadn't had active communication with or projects ongoing for years, years. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's taken up from an account that had to drop it's come to surface and kind of replaced what had been there for to continue that momentum of income for us so that's just coincidentally lucky i suppose but yeah i i constantly stay Mm -hmm. in in contact in one way or another it doesn't necessarily mean a big email emails yeah right that's where that's where linkedin's really good because just Mm -hmm. commenting on maybe something they posted and you just going, hey, nice job, looking looking good. Uh, then all of a sudden, I'll, I'll do that, and like two or three days later, I'll get the email from them, like, hey, I'm so glad you chimed in. Like, huh. think we need you for a project. So, using uh, social media as a really good way to just stay top of mind with them is so good. It's yeah. so good. That's awesome. You know, and what I liked about LinkedIn too, it sounds like you kind of can do the one-two punch of like attraction marketing by putting stuff out yeah. there, and then yeah. you can actually like solicit for stuff like you can percent. yeah you can go after the right people as well so that's like awesome. I, I like i feel like it's a different world than on instagram and other stuff where uh we're just designers to designers in a lot of those platforms right mm-hmm. um who you follow who follows you and what what's great about linkedin is i have i always have a different approach with something i'm posting there is more of a case study showing the advantages of what i did for a client and you just try to make sure 
you push that in anything you're doing there, then it becomes like a little sales piece, but it's just a post, you know? And yeah. we, we, I know we, I've never looked into it, but we've talked a lot about the LinkedIn advertising. That might be a really good way. And everybody I've talked to who has done it says it's worth the extra money because of how targeted you can go um, and get the right person who's going to be a decision maker. Yeah. Whereas on all the other sites, I don't think they're, you're really getting a decision maker um, mm. to go with you. Mm-hmm. Or that's where LinkedIn, that's why they're mm-hmm. charging a little bit more. But I'm going to get yeah. on my soapbox for one quick second and tell go. you. So <laughs> here's something that I, I, don't, I really don't want to sound really negative at all. But <laughs> there's something that happens on LinkedIn that I cannot stand anymore. Oh, God. And I know it's exactly what you're all I say. have just to stop from going off on people. It's where they add you as a connection. Yes. And then they immediately follow it up with, hey, oh. here's what we can do for you. Let's jump on a call. I, I, I remove those connections immediately, yeah. and it's like, yeah. that's not the way to do it. So I, I'm only saying this to anyone who's listening, if you're, if because I, I have to imagine there's probably quote gurus out there telling people that that's like a tactic to, to but use. But they're one in a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, don't do that. it. Yeah. Like yeah it is. It is turn off city. I'm with you. If that's yeah. all you got to deal with, though, on a free site, you know, to get some good stuff. I'm always, I get, I get those all the time too. It but makes like, me yeah. reluctant to I just delete it. connections for I that know. very reason. Same here. So all the more reason, always when you're pushing a connection or a, a let's connect, put a personal note in there that sounds legit. You're in the same field, something about it. But yeah. I, I look at the person's title. The person title is going to tell me right off the bat. Is that an accept or an ignore? Yeah. If you run an it's SEO like, company, no, yeah. thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> about that as well. You can't, it's like, you can't really be yeah. too careful on LinkedIn yeah. now. Yeah. But I, I just say, is there any value in, for me to know this person? And then it, it or hopefully mutual friends are a great way of kind of seeing. I know we're uh-huh. digging too deep here, but you brought up a great point, dude. It's like, it, it happens all the time. Yeah. yeah. Much better just, just to be like, careful. if you're going to, if you if you're going to do something like that, like add them and then they add you back, then just, yeah. send, just send some kind of a note saying like, Hey, thanks for the connection. I, yeah. you know, I'm here if I you just, ever need anything rather it's than the whole hard to be patient now. Yeah. I can tell With you this. our list, uh, listeners who I've ever, uh, friends of our podcast have ever reached out are all, they always write a cool little thing. And that's the way to kind of go. Yeah. That's the way yeah. to do it. Like, let me know exactly. And I do the same with when I reach out to somebody too. I just want to make sure it's it's going to ensure a good connection and hopefully some collaboration down the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just add people and then do post really cool content that, again, establishes you as like mm-hmm. a, a good designer they would want to work with. So you're not yeah. pitching them, but yeah. they're seeing your stuff yeah. pop up. That could work too. All right. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Moving right along to uh, our, our buddy Narek. Narek yes. Mug said, <laughs> if you could... If you could only ever use one Adobe app, which one would you choose? Acrobat. Yeah. <laughs> That's the sexy one. Uh, oh, gosh. Flash, uh, n- n- for sure. With, without Adobe a Flash. doubt, right? <laughs> um, oh, what was their web one called? What was that called again? Oh, Dream- uh, Dreamweaver? No, it was even uh, Adobe. Oh, God. Muse. The one that made- <laughs> Muse. Remember? Oh, that lasted Oh, yeah. Long. I remember no, I, hands like, down, yeah. hands down, it's Illustrator for me. I, I, I could, I mean, everything else is quite supplemental, but Illustrator is where I live. Hundred. I think I'm with you. I think mm-hmm. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm Photoshop. It's open all day, every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm Photoshop, but I also use Illustrator, so that's hard. Like, I, I'm not in those programs nearly as much as I used to be. But yeah, whenever I yeah, do exactly. open one up, it's it's one of those two. So if I had yeah. to, if I was hard pressed, I feel like I can do. Yeah. Illustrator stuff in Photoshop can't do the other way around. So it'd be Photoshop. Yeah. I'm going to have to mm-hmm. talk to Narc about this one because it's a great question. But the best answer is we don't have to decide. We get them all. We get them all. <laughs> They're all part of the, the package now, like it or not. Yeah. All right. So the next one is from Land of Amanda. The question is just hire me? Question mark. <laughs> all right, Amanda, you start on Monday. Done. Yes, the pay exactly. is <laughs> because compliments. of that name. I, lo- yeah. I love the name alone. <laughs> yeah. All right. The next one is um, from uh, C. Loseline or Clothesline. Clothesline. 
I couldn't pronounce that one. We're la- I'm laughing because Nick was, uh, before we started here, like, you're only from a clothesline. I'm like, clothesline? <laughs> right. I, I'm obviously seeing the Italian part of it. Like, I'm like, it must be some Italian word. Slowsline. It ends with an E. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, where do you find your best sources of inspiration for design ideas, aside from the client? Well, I hardly ever get them from the client. Like, they don't. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, if the cl- yeah, some clients will give you their version of a, a Pinterest board or a mood board. Those are always yeah laughable. No, I'm well, just kidding. And my favorite though is whenever I whenever I ask a client for because I always want to see where their heads at. Like I want I say I want mm-hmm. you to show me three or four websites that you like the look and feel yeah. of just so we can gauge yes. it. Whatever always happens is they end up showing just coming with three web really average looking websites from their competitors. Yes. And they always mm-hmm. say, I don't really like it, but it fits. I'm like, no. So now what I've started doing, pro tip for people so this doesn't mm-hmm. happen, um, tell them you want three or four samples, but they are not to be related to their industry. Like yeah. Any other, go to, to any it. other industry and find something. Yeah, that's a good point because I don't know how many times that I've said it. They don't even have to be in within your industry and they okay. nod their head. Yeah. And then they always end up sending. Always. Mm-hmm. So tell them it can't be. And then that's a good way. That really makes them that buckle down and find websites they actually like, right? Because yeah. the world's opened up to them. But I guess I'll, I will quickly say, and this is going to sound super lame, I realize that. But when it comes to web design, I tend to, I look at like the, the themes that they have on like Theme Forest. There you um, go. For, because that's. It's Those a good are, starting point too. It's a good starting right? point, and there's so many different layouts, and I find it really hard these days to look for websites for what. Like, if you go to a, you know, a www.awards.com, whatever that is. Oh, Those yeah, sites yeah. are a little too out there to be even usable for inspiration. They are. I find uh, that's so true. A lot of yeah. them are portfolio or agency based. That's not necessarily like if you've got. A manufacturing engineered client that's not mm-hmm. going to fit the bill whatsoever. Yeah. So, They're like yeah. brutalist kind of design sense, like it's, it's, I can't right. really do anything with this. No, <laughs> this um, isn't helping me. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was the source that we used to talk about? Was it crayon? What or I don't remember that one. Or web. You you actually were the reason I found out about it, Wes, huh. and this was years ago. It's not crayon. I'm, I'm. Was it like drawing an award site, like the site of the day kind of thing? Or I remember that one. You I had to subscribe, but you could pick the industry. Hmm. Um, I kind of, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about it a couple of times, and then, and then we didn't. But that's what, and it used to be a free source, and then you had to subscribe in order to tap in to see what industry, you know, popular sites of industries were and it was yeah. it was tracking those that just launched a refresh or or a, an overhaul okay. was it crayon.co i think that might be it yeah that it's sounds like familiar website. yeah is it okay maybe okay. maybe it yeah. was crayon yeah but these you days i just i just go to theme forest and i just good kind of just comb through everything and yeah i piece together like okay this layout's cool i like the way they do these icons and i'll just kind of get a something will start forming in my head a little bit yeah yeah or wordpress themes um just what's new and fresh theme trust or other other sources of the like like theme forest theme forest are good because you can look at new so you can look at it by like how new it is so you'll always Mm -hmm. feel like it's you're getting a new source of like whatever's the latest you know oh yeah. yeah totally what about you guys? So that's for web design, but that's all mm-hmm. I do. But what do you guys like for logos and packaging? What do you guys do? I, I would say, you know, I used to kind of like have, well, there's those dailies that you check, right? Under consideration, brand new is like my favorite. Uh, I love Dyline. I love all those ones that um, create a blog. Do ones. I don't know if I shared it on the last episode. I might have, I'm, I'm not sure if I did, but there's a great new bookmark everyone has to make called Evernote.design. I think I might have mentioned it last time. Yeah, I think if you so. go to Evernote after we were done recording. Yeah. Oh, right. perfect. So, so it was just between us, but this is such check a good this post. out. Evernote dot design. It is a like cultivated list of hundreds of great websites and resources for us as designers. 
and they're all categorized as design podcast. Thank you. And we're in there. That's awesome. Oh, nice. Free, free icons, free illustration. Yeah, but you have to scroll Designer ways down, don't you, Nick? I know, <laughs> I know. I know. We're at the very bottom. Uh, uh, logo maker tools. Like Then there's like mock-up tools. There's like color tools and trends. There's gradient tools, stock photography, even the free ones. So um, hundreds, hundreds. Uh, a great, whoever took the time to do this, thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I think it's great. Yeah, I even yeah who them. is this, this awesome I, I don't bird. know if it's, I now I don't know if it's actually connected to Evernote, the brand. I think it would have been a different, there's a funky icon it, here, so I don't think I it is. I wondered this too. I don't but think it is. Definitely bookmark it. Spread the word on this one too, because like someone, someone yeah. obviously took the time to do it. But yeah, you know, no. mostly I would say inspiration comes until, not until, and I, I'm glad we've always pushed discovery so much because it really changed where my inspiration happens. It doesn't happen until the questionnaire and the conversation and all this discovery is is nailed down. And I have my keywords and I have my, you know, what's the DNA of the brand? What's the archetype of the brand? Then uh, I'm, not, I'm, my, I'm not fishing for so much random inspiration. I'm much more focused and I can go then nine times out of 10, it's literally a Google search to just go like, mm -hmm. if my word is like trusting or, you know, um, uh, humorous or whatever, I'll look up humorous fonts, humorous uh, photography, mm -hmm. humorous, and mm -hmm. I'll get examples okay. that are so dead on because we've done that work prior. So then I can, I could be a little more focused on it, you know? Yeah. Um, but when I have mm -hmm. to show examples, then I, and it's, it's in packaging, I will go to packaging of the world. I'll go to die line, all these great resources, grits and grids, uh, the, uh, if, if it's a restaurant design and stuff. So there are specifics to our industries, which are really, really great. Mm -hmm. And you can look at those and get, so if you're looking for that rustic, you know, country looking bar, yeah, chances are you're going to find it in there with some keywords. So yeah. I, I like to have those at the ready. Okay. I'm really getting good at making sure my bookmarks are all like, you know, based on what I have to look for and they're all there. But this site, the Evernote.design, man. One stop you, thank shop. You, thank yeah, you. thank mm -hmm. you. I know it's excellent. It's excellent. Nice. Help them spread the word a little bit. Tell them and tell them deeply graphic sent you. <laughs> Get a free cup of coffee on us. Maybe and maybe he'll push us up a little higher up on that list. <laughs> yeah, I think we need the, the podcast section to be at the tippy top. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Tippy top, please. You're welcome. Yeah. Good. Good, good, good. Yeah. Anything else to add to that, Mikkel? Any other places for uh, inspiration you like to? Well, so I um, I used to use Logo Lounge pretty heavily for brand yeah. identity works, uh, but now I I love seeing what's trending on Dribble. Mm -hmm. I enjoy there. looking at that with my coffee in the morning. I there it's a go. little it's a little before I get I need to get going on stuff. I mm -hmm. I get a little bit fired up just by visiting that. Dribble's Dribble has made a comeback. Remember, we used to laugh at it. It was always like the moody blurred image with a reverse white logo that looked yeah. like it was from all a the camping time. trip. That's yeah. all, all you saw. But now you can <laughs> yeah. select, like I have it also installed um, to my phone. So you can select um, animation. Oh, based on style. Illustration. Or... Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it can be um, m mobile web, um, which is desktop. They just yeah. phrase it like that. Hmm. Yep. Brand. And then you can go to what's tr trending, you know, popular or yeah. new. Yeah. Like yeah. Wes was mentioning about Theme Forest. That's so nice to depend you on. Save, so, you can save buckets. Like you can make your own mood board of inspiration. You know what, though? I have to say, I mentioned that I use the app on my phone. But what they do haven't done is they ha haven't enabled those filters with the app. The app's a little behind, oh. yeah. It's a little bit behind. Desktop view is the best way to go about that research if you mm -hmm. need to nail something for a client sooner than later, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah do, Dribble. Do you have good web uh, web design stuff on there? Um, some. Okay. You know, a lot See of what UI you quest, but some. Okay. Yeah, and and so I will pull up that with Theme Forest oftentimes to get a feel for what's trending, um, because it's easy. It's easy, especially with web design, to pull up work from a, a client and pull and if it wasn't you know accepted or if it didn't roll into approval i'll see how it might look in it with a different account mm -hmm. and you know kind of manipulate it to the brand or mm -hmm. mood and sometimes that works sometimes it doesn't and but then what's important about this from an aerial view is that oftentimes you don't recognize 
this simulation between works of di- entirely different accounts that you should be attentive to. I mean, oh, you're saying sometimes things can start looking too too alike between too, tre- yeah. you know, based on what's trending, and you start utilizing that same approach, and then you recognize between designs of home pages, for example, between two totally distinct accounts, that there's some consistencies, yeah. which it's just something to be aware of. For sure. Well, I think we all fall into that trap a little bit. I think so. We all go through our faces of liking certain kinds of fonts and maybe Fonts using is a good much. example. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right. So let's go on to the next one uh, from Simon Sherney. He says, if you're a freelance, if you're freelance designing part-time as a side hustle, should you still have a registered business? Um, yeah, I think you should. Um, but by registered business, there's many different way things that can look like, right? So I'm yeah. a um, so, S corp. No, I'm just a um, SP. Totally blanking. Uh, just doing business as you know, just so. Uh, Sole proprietor. Yeah. Why am I blanking? Yeah. That's okay. No. I'm going to be switching that very soon, I think. But yeah, I think it's good to have a sole proprietorship, at least. Um, Business designation. I would say do it now while you're being paid with your job. Because I know a lot of people will go right in, if they get into freelance and then they start doing it, they see how much it costs sometimes to do like an S S Corp. I think it's going to run you about 1800 bucks. In California, I know in southern other states, like really good and cheap. So maybe do it while you got a little. Do it in the Cayman Islands. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> oh, that would just look sexy too, right? You know, like where where do you do business? The Cayman Islands, sexier than Delaware. Um, I'm just saying, maybe if if it if it's a financial thing, it, you're right. It might be a good time to do it prior. Um, and just be ready for it. So when you do make the move, you're already set. Um, I know a lot of people who are reluctant to do it because they're like, "Fuck, that's too grand." Like you know, like. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I don't it's know all not, the ins it, and outs. It's of... not. It's not required. And again, too, like you no. should obviously talk to someone. Uh, disc- full disclaimer on that kind of stuff to make sure you're sure. doing it right in your state and everything else. Right. But just as being an SP, um, I don't remember there being much of any financial commitment. There might have been like a hundred dollars or something, but I don't even. Think uh, that. No, so are you just using your across the board? Are you just using your social security as your tax ID? Right. Then you're, no, yeah, I have an EIN. Thing. I have an EIN as an SP. You do? Oh, okay. Yeah, but I, I, not, I think yeah. if you just if you're just using your your strictly your individual ID, your ID as your, your social security, there's obviously no charge in that. Um, you could do it as long as you want. I think you do. Uh, that's why sitting down with someone who could tell you what the benefit is of having an additional kind of registered thing, either S corp. Uh, LLC, Inc., whatever it becomes, um, there's pros and cons. You might yeah. need it, you might not. But to every taxes, yeah. sometimes it will help you, and then it also could protect you as an individual. Uh, they can't come after they can't come after you if you're like an S corp. Uh, so right. you are protected as an individual. Um, so again, there's pros and cons. Always good to have someone to, to talk to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All right, just mm-hmm. a few ones here, so let's try to get through these quickly. Yeah. Um, the next okay. one is uh, from The Death List. Hey, The Death List. Welcome <laughs> to the show. It's what a family are, show. What are some ideas as far as presenting a physical portfolio, ideal formats, and sizes? Um, so we've, we've kind of talked about physical portfolios recently. I think most of us came down on the side of we don't really have them. I think you do, mm-hmm. Nick, right? You, but you have more... What do you? No, no, nothing uh, tangible, physical. You no, don't. I, okay. I, I've pr- I'll print out a cred. I have a credentials deck that is printed and given to new clients when we sit and meet. It's just a a great capture of everything I've done, we've done, uh, even prior to starting my company. You know, it's just like captures everything. Yeah. Um, in the world of people going and looking for jobs, um, mm-hmm. the 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 digital has become you know, 100% almost favorable. One, you can't apply for a job without one. You got to, you know, uh, any level now, it's going to give you three or four opportunities while you're doing an online uh, applicant thing to upload a digital uh, thing. So it might be a website, it might be a PDF, it might be whatever you need. So my thought with that is why it's so much better is you can have multiple versions of them 
you can update them very quickly and you're not printing out all new stuff. I, I remember printing things out and then you saw a typo or you're updating something or yeah. a year change and you're like, okay, that's like a hundred bucks worth of new prints and everything and, and it would just kill you. So that's why the digital has so much more advantage. Right. I think also too, stuff looks better on screen to be honest with you. Like we, we got all this high resolution uh, case study work that we're using and all of our digital assets uh, just looks better. Um, but what was his, so his question again, like any size on the sizes. So I'll give one little piece of advice here. And that is if you're going to print stuff out, the Costco photo center is a hidden gem. hundred percent. It's so cheap and it looks, and it's really high quality. So you can get like these big, you know, poster size things printed out for like less than a dollar. It's kind of crazy. Um, and you upload it all from home, and it's waiting for you at your Costco. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just have to have a membership, and you can do it. Um, and the other thing I'll say, like one there. kind of thing, something I used to do that I kind of thought it made a difference was basically making one of those little books. Like, you know, there's so many services where you can, like, design your own little kind of hardcover book as a leave yeah. behind. Like That's a nice one. You know, and it's not super expensive. So if you're on the job hunt and you're going on interviews, why not spend a hundred bucks to have ten of these leave behinds um, hmm. that just kind of, you know, you can leave you can leave it behind as yeah. as it were, and they can remember your work from that. Um, so if if you really believe in your work and you think you can get the job based on it, I think that's a a nice thing mm-hmm. to do. But other than that. Just stick with the standard, you know, portfolio cases come in certain sizes. Um, mm-hmm. I would go for a, not the hugest one, not the smallest one, but maybe a nice yeah, like medium. 18, like 18 uh, inches well, by. I assume too, you got to fill it with printouts. So like an 11 by 17 format might be great. Cause then you can just print everything on tabloids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then you can, usually the ones I've seen have the nice vinyl pages that you can slide in the, uh, you know, the printouts yeah, and back to, and you can do them back to back. So it's a nice, every page has something on there really nicely, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be a way to do it, you know? Yeah. Just ask yourself if you, if it's super necessary. Cause I think I remember those being kind of expensive. Yeah. Back in yeah, the day. I mean, yeah. Yeah. then again, too, I like I'd the be cool steel go... one and it was like probably 150 <laughs> bucks or something. I remember like it was called Pratt Europa was the big brand that yeah. everyone was buying and some mm. of them, they had the metal ones, and then the 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 living hinges at the binder were all metal, and that thing was like three hundred bucks. There were some really <laughs> sexy ones. I remember living in yeah. Seattle. There's a place called was it Paper House or something like? Yeah, you know, down downtown area. Yeah, yeah, they had a lot of cool ones in there. So, yeah. uh, all right, last question from Gigi Hector: What would you do for a Klondike bar? <laughs> Is that really <laughs> the question? <laughs> I'm more of a Twix man myself. I wouldn't do much yeah. for a condo. Oh, I am. I am still waiting for them to come out with the Twix bar of, with dark chocolate as opposed to milk. Ooh. When is that oh, going to happen? I saw one the oh. other day. It was like it was called triple chocolate, and it was a chocolate what? cookie. It was chocolate fudge. Get out of town. And dark chocolate on top. No, I want the regular cookies that it has. <laughs> yeah. Inside, but coated with dark. Ooh, I like it. You know what, right. Mikhail? Mikhail? I got the answer for you. You're going to go in the kitchen and make them up yourself. Yep. <laughs> you have to whip it up from scratch. Buy I'm a big Just... believer in the peanut butter Twix. Oh, if you've had that, it that's is so good. Better than crack. If Those you are good. Yeah. Peanut Those butter. In that, yeah. Anything. Oh, Forget and it's it. Easter time. So I, li- I get Instacart delivered. <laughs> I, li- I saw it on there and I couldn't resist. I got, cause I'm not a candy person normally, but I got delivered like the, the bag of the Easter egg peanut butter cups something about the oh, easter yeah. eggs are so much better than than the, the normal why is that i've noticed I that know. too it's the ratio oh, of the peanut there's, butter there's I think. thick i think there's thicker chocolate oh. in that too there's just something about ratio. it mm-hmm. yeah they are I brought, better. I brought in the dove chocolates better. to my class the other night they went in like two seconds yeah you know the, 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 the <laughs> well, easter wrapped eggs 30. <laughs> but oh my god like dove, i'm a yeah the dark chocolate yeah, and peanut yeah, butter. Like, have you guys tried Justin's? Um, oh yeah. Oh, cups? those are the peanut. Those are like the the really healthy looking peanut butter cups. From well, these, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You, I think our Starbucks all have them at the like the little yeah. register, but it's dark chocolate and like really good natural peanut butter. It's still those candy. are good too. 
screw it. But so you to know, answer your you know question, what? GG Hector, yeah. uh, we wouldn't do much for Klondike. We have other priorities gotta, in life. Yeah, you're gonna have to change that up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what would I do for a big bag of Sour Patch Kids? That I'm a I'm a sucker for. Oh, that. see, I'm. <laughs> that's interesting, God. isn't it? Interesting. Like Typically, you're either a candy person or you love your chocolates and peanut butters and stuff like oh, that. Oh, I go both. Hard candies, just... Sour Patch, I can do without. Swedish oh, Finish, Jolly Ranchers. I go for Come the on. Milky Ways on Halloween, the <laughs> yeah. the Baby Ruths, the Snickers, the all that. But with my fortieth tomorrow, I'm transitioning full time under Werther's Originals. <laughs> and, and you're gonna just sit around with a big cardigan <laughs> next to a fireplace just have a glass candy the, dish the, filled with werther's on the coffee table tell the table. youths tell the youths how the to youths. you know like this is real candy yep. kids so I'm get off my lawn a I love it. b werther's <laughs> that just makes you like 80 instantly <laughs> right <laughs> it'd be a really smooth transition for me i think oh my Putting god that's there. great man all right guys well we got them all, huh? That's it. Yeah. I think we got a nice little cross-section of questions there. I think uh, hopefully we answered some of yours that are listening to this. Um, but yeah, so 200 episodes in the can. Hopefully 200 more. And uh, yeah. Amazing. Anything for you guys to add before we wrap her up? Man, that was good. That was so, like good intense ones. We could have gone I am definitely going to have my first glass this evening or a little early here ipa whatever <laughs> and i'm totally gonna cheers you guys virtually yes is a big deal i feel really proud of this yeah this really amazing i think so i we, think we've we we gotta have a drinking one next time yeah a, a oh drinking yeah, it's been so long it's funny because like i remember when we started we always drank during every episode <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's true Do you remember that yes yeah that's true. Because <laughs> you were pioneering in this world. Like, why and not didn't have a drink? we get a little well, paranoid we about nervous. getting like slurish oh. and a little sloppy with? Probably. Didn't, like, we, right, didn't we have a drinking a show? Power, like, didn't right? we have a show where we tried to get drunk? I don't remember. It sounds familiar. <laughs> <I don't think laughs> <so>. <laughs> Coming at you in our 300th episode, the All <laughs> Drunk Show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. Well, well, uh, congrats to all of us for 200 and um we're very happy to Absolutely. have you guys all listening whether you've been Thanks with us from everybody. the beginning or you're brand new we uh we're honored to Super have you listening appreciate it but anyway with that in mind keep designing catch us next time on the deeply graphic design cast